0: Got Your Back Podstream is brought to you by KinPrint. For all your company's promotional needs, they do it all. Apparel, promotional products using the highest quality brands. They do logo design, signage, and printing. KinPrint will promote your brand with excellence. Visit kinprint.ca. How's your Sunday night going, folks? Hope you're having a good one. Welcome to Got Your Back, live stream, Sunday night edition. Whole crew's ready to go. Rob Brown, Jason Stradwick, both standing by to recap what's been going on in oiler land. And Steve Taylor doing a great job, as always, manning the controls behind the scenes out in Kelowna. As always, Sherwood Buick GMC is our proud title sponsor, Here on Got Your Back Y.E.G., the number one volume GMC dealership in Canada because they know what they're doing. They had a Black Friday event. Look at the staff all dressed up, looking sharp. Check out some of these vehicles, too. Really sharp stuff. They've got stock on the lot, right? That's what you want when you go to buy a car. And if you go to Sherwood Buick GMC, mention that the podcast sent you. You'll get specialized pricing. And you will also get three free Ultimate Detail packages on a new or a used vehicle. So go see Phil and the great crew in Sherwood Park online as well. www.gmcpod.com is the website coming to you from the Long Shot Studio. Was at the rink last night. Much more comfortable, relaxing here. Long Shots available for corporate events. Why not bring your work crew down to long shots? Do a little team bonding. They are so much more than just golf. Great food and a great atmosphere as well. I think we're a little laggy here on the stream. Uh, Brownie, can you hear me okay, bud?
1: Oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, he's being funny now. (laughs) Yes, I hear you wonderfully. I can hear you and you sound spectacular tonight
0: right on buddy so you are uh you're on the road brownie where where are you what's happening man you're vancouver. i am in
1: i am in the charming yellow love nest right now oh in v- vancouver bc okay Yeah. yeah uh no my son is uh it's a big weekend for the brown family my son last night was in a hallmark movie that was on television come on, on. The he was he you're played a christmas Greg. movie it was a Christmas movie. He played Greg. Uh, he's it's Greg. a small part, but he started the movie. And then today we just flew, our whole family flew into Vancouver. He's in Cinderella, in the in a theater here in town, and we watched him in Cinderella today. So Buddy. it was a big weekend for the Browns. Yep.
2: That is There's, fantastic.
1: Yeah, it uh, it skipped me, and all the talent went to my son. So yeah, so it's been a it's been a good weekend for the Brown family. So
0: Struddy, I don't know about your household, but I mean, I got to tell Randine this because basically we have Hallmark on for the mm-hmm. entire Christmas season. There are multiple Christmas movies happening in the Rashog house all day long. So what was the name of it, uh, Brownie? It was
1: called Sealed with a List. And my son was great. The, the 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 movie starts with my son. He walks in and gives the star, the girl star, a Christmas present. And that's how the movie starts. So it's a small Dude, that part. That is so cool. It was, it was pretty neat. It was his first ever time in a, a movie. He had when he went to the set, he actually had a trailer with his name on it. So it was <laughs> it, it's a it's cool experience. So last night during the Oiler game, I had my headphones in. And I was watching Sealed with a List while the Oilers were struggling against the Florida Panthers.
2: Wow. That's awesome. Hey, Struddy, yeah. like, come on. Actor. Yeah, I love it. He's a very talented. Guy. There's no bout. No doubt about it. I love him. He's a great, great character. Funny what
0: guy. uh sorry, this kind of thing fascinates me. So I might, it's a Sunday night. Who gives a crap? I might take it just a touch off the rails here. What what does he want to do? Like, is it this is his passion to act? And so, like, what does he want to be in plays? Do you want to be in movies? Is it
1: just anything and everything? Uh, he loves it all. He's done, he's done a lot of live theater. Uh yeah. he this this summer he was an understudy and eventually did uh I think 22 roles as he was Jerry Lee Lewis in Vancouver got up on stage pretending to play the piano because he's not piano literate
3: yeah. uh
1: so he did that all summer long he did a movie he actually one of the he did acting where the local police force have, have hired him here where he plays he goes in the back of a paddy wagon and he comes out and free reign and they got to try to figure out what's wrong with them or what they do with them stuff like that so he he just loves he's he's an actor i i mean i am a very quiet innocent shy person as you've seen on the show oh yeah so shy he's, so he's the loud one but no he uh he just loves theater it's uh, it's in his blood and he is he is very so as a family we just uh, we're on we're just enjoying the ride
0: that's so cool any potential thespians in the strudwick family there struddy no
2: no the talented <laughs> Said me, no. <laughs> all right, no, you, per- I, I, you pretend to there. be a
0: hockey analyst four nights a week. On the podcast, but you do a great job, guys. I'm hockey. not gonna
2: lie, guys. I've been carrying this podcast for nearly four months. I'm tired tonight, so I, I will obviously have my high points, but I won't have the normal. Yeah, like, I'm gonna sprint, I probably 300 meter sprints, not the usual 60 minute marathon that I am required to do. What's the matter? To... What's going
0: on with you, buds? The of
2: christmas uh no just kidding it's just, <laughs> just <laughs> i'm overwhelmed christmas spirit I'll, I'll, I'll get into a little bit in strutty's world because something happened that i i need to talk about but it's not like anything bad but it, it did throw me off a bit but it's okay. been uh just a bit a really long four days busy a lot of stuff it's really right. positive but really just busy, just
0: busy. so you kind of want us to get down to business and you don't want to put up with my nattering here you want to no. just get
1: her going
2: I've got, I'm telling you, I have three high points to give. And when I feel like I'm out, I'm out. I'm out. Well, that's that's it. all I got. Three. Can, can, you three. Do
1: us, can you do us a favor though? Could you let us know when it was a high point? Because sometimes we aren't sure. So just let us know when this was, oh, this was you being special. Oh, no. Actually, you, you know, know what? Probably. Let's
0: identify them. If one of us thinks that was a high point, let's go ahead and point it out, and we'll see. You'll we'll know. see if we can get to three. We'll see if You'll we can know. get to three. Uh, well, listen, guys. So the Oilers—it uh, was a bit of a thud after an eight-game winning streak, as you know. They end up dropping back-to-back games to Tampa and the Florida Panthers. The second loss, a lot different than the first. So I was down at practice today, and there were some new line combinations that we are going to discuss today on the podcast we'll talk about that we'll have strutty's world which brownie is your favorite segment you're going to stick around for that we'll do that in our third segment i know you're you're excited bud and then ask us anything take a lap all your favorites gem of the night it's going to be a full sunday night pod so let's get to the breakdown brought to you by adrenaline diesel edmonton's heavy duty diesel truck repair shop specializing in heavy duty commercial truck and trailer repair performance and parts sales in edmonton With seven bays and a vast dealer network, their highly-reviewed customer support team and professional diesel mechanics are ready to assist you with all your needs. Visit AdrenalineDiesel.ca. Thrilled to have Adrenaline Diesel on board here on Got Your Back. So I'll just run you through the lines real quick in case anybody on the stream or listening on podcast form did not hear. Evander Kane with Connor McDavid and Zach Hyman. Ryan Nugent-Hopkins with Leon Dreisaitl and Warren Fogel. Matthias Janmark with Ryan McLeod and Connor Brown. Adam Ernie with James Hamblin and Sam Gagne. Derek Ryan did not skate today. We saw he got banged up late in that game. Uh, He will be going on the trip. Another update, Dylan is not going on the trip, and I think that's changed. I think the plan was for him to be on that trip and get skating with the team a little bit. So I'm not sure what it was, but Holloway's not on the trip. So Struds, you and I spent a lot of time beating around the lines last night. So we'll press pause for a second. and We'll let Brownie weigh in on uh, his thoughts on the shuffle here, Brownie.
1: Well, they had to do something. And I know that you guys are going to touch on it later. Uh, Leon has not looked like Leon for a while. Uh, Leon has made some really nice plays over the last number of games, but he's got no one that's been able to finish. Uh, this team has been for a, a, a while now, they've got an incredible number one line, and they've got a very, very uh, good fourth line, and then the middle two lines have done nothing, and the the play has stopped with them. The momentum has stopped, so they had to make some changes. Uh, if I was to be given a, the, the list of players and said make four lines, I'd make the exact same four lines that the coaches came up with. I think that's the way they have to go right now. Leon needs someone to play with. And I think he needs someone that can feed him the puck. And I think Nugent Hopkins is going to be able to do that. Leon has not had an open look because he's not played with anyone that could give him an open look. So to me, this is the best possible scenario for four lines for the Edmonton Oilers. Strud's, if he was on last
0: night with us, do you really think he would have laid out those exact line combinations or is this a little opportunistic here, eh?
2: uh, (laughs) They did what I thought they uh, should have done. Yeah, like, look what I look what I said, everybody. I'll text Reed, see if he actually said that last night on 6.30. Chat. But no, but seriously, I, well, I, I'm i the one that, with the goaltending.
1: I went against what the coach said. I, I just think this is right. the best one. I mean, you're either moving Hyman or Nugent Hopkins with Leon. And I think it has to be Nugent Hopkins because Leon's not getting the puck. He's mm-hmm. not getting it in an area where he can shoot the puck. He's not getting goal-scoring chances. Nugent Hopkins will give that to him. And they need they need Kane playing better. And they need Fogel finishing. And then they need a third line that gives them some sort of juice because the third line has given them no juice now for, well, frankly, the whole year. The Oilers' fourth line, guys that are playing seven and a half minutes a night, and some of them have only played 15 games, have more goals combined than the Oilers' third line. That's not right. I think those three guys
2: have nine goals. Let me ask you this, Brownie. When Leon is playing with, let's say, Kane and Fogel or Kane and Brown, is he? Does it make sense for him to change his game to now just being a disher rather than still looking or hoping to get the shots because maybe his roles change? Like, Can a, an a elite player like that change the way he plays to, to work with what he's got on his line?
1: Well, in all honesty, I think Leon is a disher. I think that's what his okay. best attribute is. I just think he's been dishing to guys that A, haven't been getting open or B, have had no finish. And then eventually it's frustrated. And it's not just Leon's frustrated. I know that I didn't hear you guys' pod last night, but I know I saw It was the, awesome. It was so I, good. Of Probably our That's best one of the season. <laughs> well, duh. Yeah. Just like the Penguins got better after they traded me. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I saw on the, the stream beforehand how you mentioned what Kane's interview about lines. So it's not just Leon that was frustrated with where the lines have been as of late. But yes, I think Leon was dishing the puck, but no one was producing. And on that line with Kane and and Fogle, nobody was setting the table for Leon Dreisettle. So I think there was frustration in it. And when it when it your offensive, what you're good at starts to fade. And that's obvious his offense. It bled into his defense because Leon was not good defensively last game. And there was the one goal that was completely his fault, the a Verhigie goal where he just left his guy. So it started bleeding into the rest of his game. Strud's, you probably didn't get the memo. I forgot to send it to you.
0: I, I told Brownie I was actually going to pay you guys by the word tonight. So he's trying to get the, <laughs> there's
2: only so much money to go around and he's got most of it now. Yeah. No, he's running the marathon, the 60-meter <laughs> marathon. I'm still just going to do the 100-meter sprint three times. Okay. that's okay. Uh, no, I, and I, I listen, I, I agree. I think that those are the lines we, we spoke about last night. I said, you know, I, I would probably give Nuge to Leon, right? That's the guy because I think Nuge is able to compliment Leon and what he does. And then whoever's on the other side will be the beneficiary of those two guys being together because they do create, and I think that as a D-man, I'd be focused on those two and their give and goes and their plays. And then whomever's on the right side is should be – you know, find a way to get open or, you know, eating up the rebounds to drop in front of the net. So I like, I like this for the Oilers. It makes sense. I don't necessarily like Kane and Hyman together. And I don't necessarily yeah, like that you've combo said that. together. You've been consistent and, with that one, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. And they, you know, be, yeah. So I, I, and Leon Connor's playing well, there's no doubt about it, but I, I just don't like those two guys together. I don't know. I don't know what it is about them, but I just don't feel it works Brownie um, consistently.
1: Well, I I don't mind them playing together because they both are going to be in the blue paint, and that's going to distract the defenseman when Connor's on the ice. And Connor it, Connor's going to beat one guy in the defensive zone. or well, his offensive. Sure. He's he's always going to beat a guy. Now, if the other two guys that are on the ice are tied up with Kane and Hyman in front of the net, that's just creating more space for Connor now to go towards that. Not that he needs a whole lot. I got no problem with them playing together. But Kane has I, I know that Kane and Chaga, You'll know more than the rest of us uh kane hasn't practiced a lot so there's something there now physically i mean he's been crushing guys but you haven't seen the jump in his game you haven't seen him creating offensive chances so there's something nagging him and it's dragged down the whatever line they've been on he's not creating as much as we had seen two three weeks ago yeah
0: i would agree i think there's probably something there uh i still think it's odd that a guy was on a heater and changed his stick Brownie, have you ever seen that before? No.
1: <laughs> no. He was on a heater. The only time That is that is very, very weird. But then again, Tiger Woods was the best golfer in the world and changed his swing. Didn't turn out well for him either, but yeah. no, that is that is weird. I mean,
2: Strud's. when you had that two-goal season, did you change your stick the next year? It'd be like, it'd be like someone has an amazing podcast that brings in the third wheel, right? It just doesn't make sense. (laughs) Well,
0: we've wrecked it. I know we've wrecked it Struds, but we invited
2: him. Like, how do we uninvite the guy? We did a
0: whole promo video in the summer and everything. Like we made a big deal of it. Now it's like, oh crap, what do we
1: do here? This is awkward. That's one of Strud's is right there. I'm yeah, giving Strud's. One There's one. He's I'm had own. one high point. Boom! There's one for Strudy. Put one on the board, Strudy. Let's get
0: to the Wiese Johnson sound box. December is the perfect time to install air conditioning, especially when it's 25% off. Order your AC now and save 25% on all in-stock units. They, they're they saying it's going to be a lot hot, long, hot summer so be ready and get your air conditioner installed this holiday season by the hardworking elves from Weiss Johnson. Ran into Dennis the other day at the Oiler game. That was before the losing streak had started, two games. So he was feeling pretty positive about things. Uh, check him out, wjcools.com. Jingle. Okay, we have given our thoughts on why the line changes were made. Here's Chris Knobloch earlier today explaining his thought process.
4: A little more balanced, especially when we're going on the road. Other teams being able to match lines with us, and um, you know we don't have that last change, so they can get their five guys against our top unit as much as possible. And um, yeah, we just want a little more balanced scoring. Um, it's tough breaking up that line. They been so good those three but uh, I think it's best for our team uh, for the long run
0: what do you make of that Brownie a little bit about going on the road Mm matchups don't have as much control wanting to spread some balance around the lineup a little bit by doing that it's tough to break up a line that was producing and that's what they have done here they've taken a line that you could argue for a stretch was the best in in the league Mm -hmm. for a stretch and they broke it up To try and redistribute but going on the road is that more necessary
1: it is and it shows you what lines two three have done for the oilers yeah i mean they have given you nothing so you have to break up the best line in hockey uh they're going on the road to playing against three good teams so those teams say okay this is a one-line hockey club and they have been for a while the oilers have We're going to put our best defensive line out and we're going to put our best two defensive defensemen out every time they stepped on because we know that the other three lines aren't producing. So I I think that the Oilers did need to balance it out. Jersey, the Islanders and the Rangers are good hockey clubs and they all have players that are capable of slowing down. Just slowing, not stopping Connor's line, but slowing them down a bit. So the Oilers need some depth scoring. And that's why they made this move and they had to do it. But yes, 100%, it's because they're going on the road, the reason they're making the change.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at the third line. That that line is seems to be, it's something we keep coming back to and they're not getting it done. I'm sorry, and, which and, one is the know,
0: third line? I'm going to need clarification
2: from you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the McLeod. Anything I believe McLeod we're going to be
0: labeling them 4A and 4B for the rest yeah. of the, until things yeah. change.
2: And what I, what I think, I... I I understand that we want the third line to score. People think it, and they, and they do, but I just want to see some momentum pushes, right? Some, some where you, you set the table for the group and maybe that's where you start. And we, I, I think we saw a little bit more and it was McLeod, Fogle and Holloway. At times I thought we saw it. And now recently we've not really seen it enough. So I wonder if Brown and, and uh Mark, the kind of two veterans can help push the pace a little bit and kind of get, get McLeod and, and, and that line going because they, man it just sometimes it feels like it's just like okay just don't get scored on we'll move on to line whatever one two or four
0: yeah i think it's always hard brownie for two guys that are in it to get out of it together like connor brown the last thing he needs right now is to i mean to try and plan a line with a guy who's also deep in the offensive pit right at least connor brown is playing the game in a competitive fashion to try and get himself out of it Whereas, and by the way, there's a, a comment from the stream. J-Dub says, haha, ha, Shog hates McLeod because I'm going to pile on. I don't hate him at all. I think he's a really good player. I think he's got a great skill set. I think there's a tremendous amount of opportunity for him to be a big part of a really good team. And you see that it's there for him. <clears throat> Excuse me, because you've seen him do it in the playoffs. So no, this is not about me disliking a player. My analysis of the way this player is playing right now is where this is coming from Ryan McLeod's a good player he's playing like garbage and has been for a long time now I think he's capable of so much more than this and I think his team desperately needs him and I believe it's an issue of competitiveness and that to me Brownie is a problem off on a tangent again I didn't mean for that to happen point (laughs) being two guys that are struggling Brownie hard to have them both on a line trying to dig out
1: True, but the problem is when you put them on separate lines. Now that those two players are dragging down those lines, I mean Connor Brown has played with Connor and Leon almost every game, wow. and he's got one assist yeah. on the season. Like it's incredible. Uh, uh, it, it is incredible, and it's especially unreal, when you look at the, the stats of both Connor and Leon. So it's they've gotten points, and he's just been invisible on those lines. Uh, in all honesty, I'm asking both you guys right now: which line would you rather see on the ice? Which line gives you more juice? The Hamlin line or the McLeod line? And for me, it's been Hamlin. Every 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 game when they're out there, they give you yeah. something. And I, as Chagar says, the biggest thing is competitiveness. I mean, yeah. the three of them are uh, combined 15 feet tall, and they're they <laughs> they. But they don't play that way. They're they're in down deep. They're behind the nets. They're making plays. They're getting in on the forecheck. Some uh, the McLeod line needs to be better. And the reason and I, I hear what you're saying, Schogger, if if you thought McLeod was a garbage player, we wouldn't be heaping on him because well. He's reached his level. This is all he's got. Mm-hmm. You know there's more there. Um, I think you have to – I think Yanmark is a smart hockey player. Maybe he plays with competitiveness, I believe, every shift he goes out there. Maybe yeah. he drags them into the fight. But uh, going forward, this – well, this is an audition. This this Oilers team is built for this year. And the next 30 games until the trade deadline is an audition. And Ryan McLeod is auditioning. Connor Browner is auditioning to be part of the Oilers after the deadline. To be able to play in the playoffs for them because right now what they're giving it hasn't been enough can you imagine the opportunity for dylan holloway when he gets back if things keep up this way
0: all that guy needs to do is skate hard finish checks and scrape up a tiny little bit of offense and he'll be a number six forward on this team like that the bar is so low right now for guys and holloway just needs to get healthy and get in because this is such incredible opportunity he's missing Strud's. Uh, anything else before we wrap this segment? We got some good stuff coming
2: up in the next one. No, I think that's that's it. I've already hit one high note. I have two more high notes to hit in this <laughs> opera I have tonight. Okay. Sounds oh, guys, good. Honestly, I'm doing it all the night. I, I do it every night. Like I know point, some. I'm I'm like yeah. Conor McDavid. One of you two has to stand up here. Every once in a while, the big guy's got to take a night off and not
0: feel pissed off because no one else does it. So, Brownie, the pressure is on you and me to bring it here. That was the All breakdown right. brought to you by Adrenaline Diesel. By the way, Rob Brown's appearances. Turn your hat around, Brownie. Is that thing you got? You got uh, No. I, is your thing reversed? Hold it. Where are you going? Where did he go? Rob Brown it's has left coffee. the set. Ken Print. And it's backwards, you meatball. <laughs> you absolute meatball. It is backwards. You can't it's backwards. How's it backwards? You got to run sideways. Oh man. Kevin oh, over man. at Kinprint is not gonna be happy with that. that How not is my not hat on promo. backwards? We just well no, the, the thing the is logo. backwards. The logo's the logo. backwards again. You
1: That's go. not on me. I don't do I talk. I, oh, I don't man. do computer. No. Yeah, struds and are. i
0: yeah Struts and i have our stuff working right. brownie you got to get on it <laughs> right, i'm good rob brown's appearance is actually i'm not going to do that jason strudwick's appearance tonight brought to you by <laughs> KinPrint, print a local company family owned with decades of experience filling any and all of your promotional apparel and embroidery needs visit kinprint.ca when we come back let's discuss okay there's there's three elements we're going to get to number one have you guys noticed how many face-offs Leon has been getting thrown out of every game. Mm-hmm. Not just him, yeah. McDavid too, right? I pulled him aside today and asked a com- asked him a couple of questions about it. We'll hear about that. Brownie, we never got your thought on the goaltending, the decision that they made to start Pickard last game. Hold it. Don't want it. Don't want it. Shush. So we'll get that from you. And then Strud's, you have a point to make about Leon Dreisaitl driving a line, whoever he may be paired with. Those That might be your second high point of the night. Those three elements coming up after a short break.
4: Hey, everyone, it's Kelly here from United Sport & Cycle.
0: Christmas is just around the corner, and we've got everything you need for the athlete and sports fan on your list. With over 30 different sports under one roof, including hockey, bikes, ball, and our amazing fan shop, United is your one-stop shop for everything sport. Don't know what to buy? A United gift card is always
2: a fan favorite. United Sport & Cycle, your Santa's workshop for over 95 years. Are you ready to elevate your moving experience? Trusted for over 100 years, Ferguson Moving and Storage are your partners in relocation, ensuring your journey is smooth and stress-free. And say goodbye to surprises with Ferguson's transparent flat rate pricing. Contact them now for a free moving quote and use the promo code FERGUSON to receive $100 off your next move. Visit fergusonmoving.com and let them lift your expectations.
0: The Edmonton Sport and Social Club is Y.E.G.'s top destination for adult recreational sports, offering over 20 different options, including ball hockey, indoor volleyball, pickleball, and now ice hockey for all you fans out there looking to lace them up for the first time or get back into the game after a few years off, like strutty. Sign up by December 13th for the winter season beginning mid-January at Edmontonsportsclub.com. You playing drums with your hands right now, Brownie? Yeah. Can you oh. see my hands? No, I can hear it. Oh. There's a microphone <laughs> right in front of you. You can't do that, buddy. Amateur. I
1: don't know. <laughs>
0: Did it's you call me an amateur?
1: <laughs> Old yeah. tapity tap tap over there?
0: No, amateur hour. Smitty the Welder, by the way, says, Ryan, what makes you think McLeod is a good player? Fired that in during the break. Top 5% speed in the league. Guy is an all-world skater. Not a bad set of hands. Can win faceoffs. He's shown that. He's improving that part of his game. There's a player in there, and I do believe. Just not seeing it. Time now for takeaways brought to you by Martin Motorsports. Your one-stop shop for all the names on your Christmas list. Shop for winter gear, snowmobile accessories, water sports gear, plus electric bikes, apparel, coolers, sunglasses, and so much more at Martin Motorsports. Shop online and use the code Got Your Back. For $20 off your next order. So think about that. You can shop online, just use Got Your Back as a promo code, 20 bucks off. If you're spending hundred, that means you only have to spend 80, guys. Just quick some quick example for you there. What if I what if
1: I spend 50?
2: Yeah,
1: don't test. Uh it. 20, 30, 30, 30. <laughs> That's it. Really? Or 40? Or yeah. would it be 40?
0: I... Did I say 20% off or $20 off?
1: <laughs> oh, I think you said 20 <laughs>
0: Did I screw wow. that up? No, it's $20 off. I was right, Brownie. It wasn't 20%. Wow. It was $20. <laughs> Looks like getting... I better
2: have four high notes today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Sunday night. It's Sunday night. Uh, okay. What do you guys want to hear about? You want to hear about Leon getting tossed out of draws? You guys interested in that or yeah. do we
1: care? Yeah. Sure. It is very noticeable. You're, you're right. I, I'm shocked at how many he's been kicked out of it lately. It's yeah, unbelievable. And,
0: and then he just sits there and has a little conversation with the lines, and he's like, uh, you can tell. Like, you can tell he's not happy. Here is Leon Dreisaitl on that. It feels like the league's cracking down, Leon. Like, what's your understanding what's going on in those draws and what have those lines been saying to you? Um,
1: yeah, uh, definitely cracking down on it. I think they got a memo uh, from the league probably to be a little bit more specific and, and detailed on
4: it, but – um you know, obviously it's it's frustrating at times. Um, I understand what, what they're trying to do, but, um, you know, there needs to obviously be a, a certain standard that uh, is in place at all times.
2: Um, but that being said, I understand what what they're trying to do. Can you explain what
0: they're looking for from you? Like, what's the thing that's getting you booted the most?
2: I think it's the jumping, really. Um the centerman itself, you know, coming over top or coming across the circle or the dot a little too quick. Um, Yeah, it it seems like they're very very strict on that these days.
0: So, Struddy, you never took draws. You were a D-man. Brownie, you didn't have the wrist strength to take any, so I'm not sure who should comment on this, but (laughs) (laughs)
1: what do you think, Brownie? (laughs) Um, Well, it's funny. In our era, it was, you know, whoever cheated the best won the draw. Yeah. I mean, then they started putting in more and more rules and now you got your stick and you got to have your feet in certain areas. And as soon as they come in with a new rule, the, the player is now trying to find a way to skirt those rules. It is shocking how many guys are getting kicked out. And Leon and Connor, two of, are the most. But it's also, I think they have a memo that said we got to start kicking guys out quick. But I think also in the memo said, but don't kick a second guy out because for the number of guys that have been kicked out you're not seeing any penalties called. Yeah. It's so it's shot. like you would think okay if it's this strict that every time Leon or Connor goes in someone's getting kicked out no one's ever gotten a penalty being kicked out right afterwards. So I think they're just sending a message but this will be about a two week thing or three week thing and it'll go back to normal and uh, Leon and Connor will continue to to dominate in faceoffs but it's a message from the league. I think uh, Leon's absolutely right and it just seems to be affecting the Oilers in my estimation more than anyone because I've never seen Leon kicked out as many faceoffs as he has been over the last five to seven games.
2: Keep cheating, keep cheating. It'll go away. It is. It, uh, I, I honestly, I yeah, I, and I don't like. I don't think Leon is really changing much. You just keep cheating, and uh, you come back the new year, and all of a sudden those are relaxed a bit, right? So I just keep cheating, man.
0: He sounded thrilled to be talking about it. Hey, <laughs> 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 what but else, I was you like, "Hey, about Ryan?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, "Hey, you got a quick sec?" He's like, "Sure." And I start talking about that, and his face went like this. <laughs> he just had yeah. just kind of dropped. Like, oh. it's a frustration for them, no question. Uh, on the topic of Leon Drysaddlestrud's, so uh, one and one in his last four games played, dash two or dash four in the last two games. He's got two goals in his last six games played. I was looking at the overall uh, stats in the National Hockey League. Like, where is he here? He is down in 21st, 33 points in 28 games. It, it's good production, just not by dry standards. They're going to work lines around a little bit to try and facilitate for him. Overarching
2: thoughts, struds on a top two, three player in the world. And what's happening? Yeah, and I I, I look at a guy like that and he I, I have, he's an incredible player and I love the way he plays. And let's go back to that first time he broke out with Anaheim Ducks. Now, I tried to remember who it was. Did anyone remember who his line mates were when he had that incredible run versus the Ducks? Huh? I Penner? can't remember. Was, was it that? Dustin? Pen- was Penner on his line then? I don't. I don't. I. I was thinking Everly, but I think maybe Everly wasn't Everly with Pouliot. Everly was on the the third line because that yeah. was the year that Everly had the bad playoff,
1: and they wanted to trade him yeah. right afterwards.
2: Yeah, I think that was it. So I don't remember who his line mates were, and so and that's no disrespect to those guys or to minimize what they did. But I believe when you were Leon dry you should be able to carry your own line. And, and what's my definition of carrying? I'm saying that you are an offensive force with whomever you're playing with. Now there are, there are limits to it. Like I'm not talking Strudwick and Rashad here on the wings, but I am talking about like Evander Kane is, he's a good player, really good player can score. Uh, you know, Connor Brown's had his challenges, but whether it's Fogo, whoever, you are one of the greatest players in the league right now. And I believe Brownie, he should be able to carry his own line. So, and I'm not suggesting he's pouting or anything. I'm just saying that I look to him to be able to be a force on a line without, you know, the, the perfect kind of wingers. Is that fair or unfair, Brownie? No, it's fair. And I, I think that we're looking, in my
1: estimation, more at last game than the games before. The, the game against Tampa, he had a really good game. Yes, didn't have their production. He had, I mean, just no one's producing. Last game, I mean, he set up uh, back door. He gave it to um, oh, C. who's C. it came in? Cece coming in like that. That should be in the net. Fair I mean, point. he's creating yeah. chances, but the guys that he's passing to have got zero offensive awareness right now. The puck's not going to the net. He's he's making those options. Like I don't think he played well against the Florida Panthers. I think there was one line that played well against the Panthers, and that was more or less it. But before that, I don't think he was playing poorly. But the production isn't there. And I think a lot of the production that wasn't there was simply because his linemates weren't producing. His linemates weren't finishing.
0: It's an interesting point you make, Brownie. Like, we look at his stats here. I just, you know, I cherry-picked the last two games, right? Looks yep. bad. No points in two games minus four, right? Those are the stats yep. that stand out. You know, he's got a goal and an assist in his last four. Uh, and those stand out. But to your point, the way Dreisaitl plays the game as a distributor... If those are different guys out there with him, how many has he made? probably set up that should have gone in, right? Could he easily Mm -hmm. have seven points in that time with the quality of the chances he's produced?
1: And I think that's being fair to him to make that point, too. And I think the biggest thing is you're also comparing him to what you've seen with the first line doing. The McDavid line has been all world. I mean, last game against Florida, the Panthers were better, but the McDavid line easily could have had five goals in that game. With a little bit of puck luck, in if it wasn't Babrowski. yeah, there was a big drop off from McDavid to Leon. But there's also was a big drop off from playing with Nugent Hopkins and Hyman to playing with Fogel and Yanmark. So that but, would be the big difference between those two lines.
0: The one thing I would observe about Drysidle Strud's is that when things aren't going his way, I'm going to say this carefully because he's, I mean, he's he's such a high end player that he's never really that that bad but when things aren't going his way he doesn't always strike me as the guy who is like nose to the grindstone gonna figure this out leave no stone unturned, and just power your way through it until the hockey gods have no choice but to shine the magical <laughs> light upon you once again he's not that guy that just grinds it out until it gets better right it comes and goes a little bit. The frustration at times is there. It just – he's not that guy. So maybe when you talk about driving a line, when he's struggling himself, he's not the guy that the, the qualities in his game are going to drive that line anyway.
2: Yeah, and I, I do – I hear you. But, I mean, yeah, I, I do hear you. But he had – what? how many points did he have last year? 120 or something? Yeah. 129? I think it's really 128, was. 129. Yeah. Yeah, So, so, I mean – and again it's it's you didn't spend a lot el- of time
0: on a line with Matthias yanmark or
2: warren well warren fogel a bit but but not much yeah. no yeah and i and i understand and i i don't i don't necessarily like those two guys beside him i i think you know i'd suggested i think i went kane fogel beside him and and now they've kind of gone a little bit away from that but i i don't know i just see i i yeah and i guess my expectations are high and maybe they're a little bit unfairly high on Leon. Um, but even just taking on a different role, right? Like you're like, okay, well we're not scoring, but we're going to be really hard to play against and maybe set the table for when this guy comes on. It doesn't mean he's a defensive player, like has become just a purely defensive player. But, um, yeah, cause everyone kind of goes through slow periods. So I, I don't know. The expectation is so high for me with him that I think it maybe is at times unfair. J dub drops in the
0: word
1: temperamental Brownie on dry saddle. Would you agree with that? Yeah. He's emotional. I, he shows his emotions more than probably anyone other any other player on the team. Uh, he shows his frustrations, he shows his anger. Um, yeah, I, w- I would call it temperamental. Uh, again, he's he's not playing poorly by NHL standards. He's just not playing up to Leon Drycidal standards. and those are very, very high standards. It's a good distinction to make.
0: Uh, okay, let's talk about goaltending. Brownie, we never talked to you since the decision was made to start Pickard in the last game. Struds and I beat it around and beat it to death last night. But where do you come out on how the head coach is handling his tendies right now, my man?
1: Well, it, last last time I did a, a podcast with you guys, we had the, the poll, and me and Struds were going back and forth on when who Skidder should play. And I said he should play Saturday against Florida. I said 100% Florida, then again in Long Island. And Struddy said he needs a rest. And I agree that he cannot play 61 games. But I said that this is not the time for Stuart Skinner to sit and get rest. And then I think it was Jason Greger pointed, they have 18 games in 53 days. This is not, they're they're not going to fatigue their goalies. To me, the Oilers lost to the Tampa Bay Lightning. They won eight straight. Bumped themselves right back into the playoff race, right in the picture. Everything's going right. They lose a game against Tampa that they should have won. This game against the Florida Panthers, to me, was a huge game because... They're going on the tough road trip, three tough games in a row in New York. I want to go on to that road trip having just beat Florida. So I feel good about myself. The no losing streak. I go and now we can make some hay on the road. But if you lose to Florida, now all of a sudden it's a two game losing streak. You do not want a three or a four or a five game losing streak creeping into your game. You've just worked so hard to put yourself on the, the cusp of being back in the playoffs. So... To me, the best chance of winning against the Florida Panthers is by putting your best lineup out there. Stuart Skinner is your better goalie. So to me, that's why I would have had Stuart Skinner in against the Florida Panthers. I don't know if they would have won the game or not. But I think you guys will agree, Stuart Skinner is the better goaltender. Mm -hmm. He gives them the better chance. And I just think that it was such an important game. So now they've dropped two in a row. They've got a three-game stretch that is very hard ahead of them. And I just think it would have been much better going on the road with a win against the Florida Panthers.
0: He made some points there, Strud's, that you and I never went over last night. Kind of a little bit more about the here and now and the streak mm. versus the road trip. Your pro- your thought process is very much big picture uh, on this one, Strud's.
2: It is. And, and listen, I agree. I would have played Skinner last uh, last night as well. But I would have played... The big guy, Pickard, on Tuesday night against Chicago, right? And I, I was clear, I said that before. This isn't revising what I looked at. Mm-hmm. And I understand that they have a, a, not as many games over this stretch, but it's cumulative, right? The season, you can't just pick and choose when the guys are getting tired. There's 82 games you have to play over the course of the season. So you need to get pinpoint times where you can give the guys time off, specifically the goalies, because this isn't a 63, I think I calculated 62, 63 appearance goalie. That is Skinner? Mm-hmm. He's, he's he's more of a tandem guy, so that was an easy one. So you, you play him against Chicago, then you do what you did, Tampa, Florida, and then Skinner probably plays on the road one, then you go uh picker, and then another guy. Now you're you're dropping his starts down. So it's it I, I don't like just cherry-picking one part of the stretch of the year because oh, well, he only played whatever number of games over those 50 days. Well, then how many does he got to play at the end? And that's that's the problem. That's where the the math just, to me, gets lost with, with reality.
0: So struds is like big picture, like way out here, mm-hmm. right? Brownie's a little yep. bit more micro in terms of the eight-game winning streak, mm-hmm. the importance of it, what it means, you know, trying to keep the positive momentum. I'm going to drill it down to just right here, even the smaller singular point, Brownie, that mm-hmm. your starting goalie who's recaptured his game, stood in front of the media, Jumped on a sword, saying, "I caught my team the game. Get that guy back in. 100%. Let him get that one back. For that reason alone, I think you could make the argument. Never mind either of your other bigger picture points. But for that reason alone, I think it would have made a little bit of sense."
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, look around the league when a when a Vashilevsky or uh, Price, when he was in much like or any of the top goals, if they have a bad game. They're playing the next game because they don't. The coaching staff doesn't want them sitting on it. They don't want him sitting for an extra two or three or four days sitting on that bad effort. They want it. I mean, if Connor McDavid has a bad night, we all know that next night how good he's going to be. Right. Or Leon. So yeah. you want obviously you want your goaltender, your your starting goaltender, to be able to go out there and make amends for his bad effort. So I would have started Skinner on Saturday and I would start him in the Island and then the New Jersey game all along. New Jersey is the game. For Pickard. Yeah. And again, it's not, I'm not throwing the game on Pickard's fault last night. The Oilers oh, yeah. were terrible we defensively. It. Yeah, yeah we they were terrible it. defensively. But yeah. to me, Skinner's your better goalie. He gave him your better chance. Yeah,
0: no, that's a great debate. And I think uh, it'll be interesting to see how the goaltenders perform on this trip. I think the team is going to bounce back. I do. Uh, talking mm-hmm. to the players, and they're confident from that eight game winning streak. I think two, they know they need to shut it down at two. You got to shut this thing down at two. And uh, I think they'll come out with a real strong effort next game. That's my gut on where the team is at in the moment. That was takeaways brought to you by Martin Motorsports. Oh, boy. Moment number two is on the way from Strutty because after the break, Brownie, Strutty's world.
3: (laughs) Stay with us. Winter is upon us, so why not make the best of it? Marmot Basin Ski Resort is where it's at ski half price every day no blackout periods pick up your escape card for 99 bucks and make winter fun more affordable half the price all the powder get yours at www.skimarmot.com long
0: shots golf is the destination for both golf enthusiasts and sports fans top-of-the-line TrackMan simulators provide a highly entertaining and accurate golf experience, while a full-service sports bar loaded with big screens and scratch kitchen make it a truly unique destination. They have locations in Sherwood Park in Edmonton. Experience the best indoor golf and sports bar in town. Visit longshots.ca. That's longshots with a z.ca.
2: When you make a mistake, heads should roll. It's not right. And I'm here, someone has to put their foot down. Now that I say it out loud, it does sound a little crazy. Guy look good.
0: (laughs) All right, it is time for Strutty's World, brought to you by Pathfind. Just a, a great, just as a great captain leads a winning hockey team, Pathfinds leadership coaching services can steer your company to success. Add the advantage of expert coaching to your playbook. Learn more at www.pathfind.ca. You guys both coach. Hey, Brownie, you're a coach too, right? Uh, I teach at academies and stuff. I coach my kid all
1: through. Yeah, I love coaching.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, how would you say? Have you ever seen Strud's coach? Like, how how are you guys different as coaches? Would you say, Brownie?
1: I would have been good. <laughs> just, just like you just take the low hanging fruit eh? just like clunk, clunk. um actually you know what's funny though Struds and i are on the ice uh, uh every monday and have been for a number of years yeah. i have a i honestly have a, a tremendous amount of respect for Struds on the ice i think he's a teacher that understands the uh, the fundamentals but also understands it's, it's supposed to be fun and mm-hmm. so no i i'm i i would if if my kid was still playing hockey i would certainly set, let love struds to coach my kid i think he uh he understands the proper way to teach kids wouldn't let your littles anywhere near this weirdo eh?
2: i wouldn't i wouldn't want him as a parent that's for sure <laughs> 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 which one's your dad Cut! <laughs> well, number two, right there. Struddy brought it. One, brought guys, it. I'm almost done. Almost call done. it. Well, but
0: you can't bail because Brownie's bailing after this segment, and then oh, you oh, geez. turn your mic what? off after three. Oh, all, right, God, guy all right, for Struddy's right. world. Struddy, I I know you said it was going to be really hard hitting stuff tonight. Yes. So we That's will right. brace ourselves for some highly intelligent debate. Get comfortable, Brownie, like mm-hmm. it normally is. Strutty, bring the
2: headline. What do you got, pal? You always remember your first. It's a special moment where, you guys, please let me have my moment. It's always special when you have your first, right? It's that moment of anticipation, the excitement. You're not really sure what's going to happen. It touches your lips, and the excitement is palpable. I start to sweat. I can't believe it's on my lips. Of course, I'm talking about spiced wine. Glue vine, some people talk about it. I remember the first time I had it, I was in Hungary. I'd been invited there in the old 0405 lockout to dominate that league, which I did, one arm tied behind my back. And we went to a local place, and someone said, Would you like some glue vine? I said, Glue what? And they said, Glue vine. And they handed me what they roughly translated to spice wine. Guys, it was my lips. I've never been happier. It was probably one of the top five happiest days of my life. <laughs> It is so good. It is so delicious. Till today, I had another experience. I've been drinking it since then. That's tw- not 15 years. Today, I had another experience, and it was bad. I didn't think you could have bad spiced mulled wine, and I did today, and I was outraged. I've, I've been had it hundreds of times. Mom had some, maybe a little high, hundred times. It's always good till today, boys. I don't know if you ever had that experience with spiced mulled wine, the glue vine, as they call it. But it is delicious, man. I love it. And today, I, it was it was inedible. I put it down beside my banana bread. It's
1: You're having shit. wine and banana bread.
2: Well, I just I don't How like sophisticated. Banana bread. Is that classy <laughs> guy? Classy guy, <laughs> guys. Wine and bread. I know, guys. This is serious. I don't know if you've ever had it. I, you know, something that's good so many times, and it's just bad. What is this again?
1: Yeah. spiced mulled wine <laughs> is that what it is yeah. spiced well, mulled wine yeah. well, he on. doesn't know how to say All it right. he
0: said it different three different times
1: right. have I ever I drank sure. spiced mulled wine
0: he needs to ask if he's ever drank this did I like look it? at this guy I
1: would i like it oh a perry i like it too yeah, yeah you're one of those my, guys hey brownie my wife just can't told me i, like you
0: just, <laughs> I can't believe you just did that yeah. that's that you're like the guy it's like hey brownie you want to go for beers and you're like let me find out if i want
1: to or not like you're that guy yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I always say yes to that one. There's other <laughs> ones, yeah, but yes, beers, yes. You'll Do you struggle. want it? Yes. So back to the point here. So
0: you, you love this. Yeah. You have a passion for this. You'll never forget your first time. And this is the first time you ever had
2: a bad one. Every time. I, I, I'm not kidding. I've, I, I would say I've at least said 100 times and I've never had a bad one till today. And I was so excited to get it. And the problem, I'll tell you the problem was this. It was very dry. It's a dry, it was a dry aftertaste in the, in the back of my throat. It was outrageous. You- and uh i drank it but i didn't enjoy it were you were you dipping oh, the banana bread into a spice malt no. wine like <laughs> no no the banana bread is a separate i didn't actually have the banana bread i was just saying because i don't like banana bread that it doesn't have something in it a nut, a chip or something that's spread on top of it it's it's dry in fact Ironically, both the banana bread and the spice wine were very, are, are very dry without those ingredients. Oh, so I'm not sure what happened with spice wine today, but I can tell you guys it wasn't like the first time.
0: Wine and bread. Dr. Gonzo says, Fryer struds. <laughs> wine and bread. <laughs> oh, <laughs> honey, wine and banana bread. That might be our gem of the night right there. Uh, I don't even know where to take that brownie. I guess, you know, the, there are things that I love. And I gravitate towards them. So I, I'll order a caprese salad wherever I go. If there's if I'm in a restaurant and there's a caprese salad, I'll order it because I, I don't know why I just love it. And there's nothing more frustrating. I do agree, struds, that when you order something right. you love and it is not what you expected, it is highly, highly disappointing. Like, for example, we thought we had a third analyst that was
1: ready to go and contribute tonight. Brownie and I are <laughs> happy with the way this has gone. <laughs> and and you know what? He was talking about this was going to be his moment. He's going to get his third one of the night. I know. No, <laughs> Damn, that no, was a minus no. one.
2: You're back down yes. to one. Oh, come on. <laughs> all right. All right. That's fair. That is fair. All right. <laughs> Strutty's World brought
0: to you by Pathfind. Brownie, we're going to cut you loose, my friend. Thank you kindly. If you want, you can hang up and listen online for Strutty's. See if you can still pull another half-decent point out of
1: his arse here. Yeah, no thank you.
0: <laughs> I'm good bye guys See you Yeah, just let me know when the next one is make sure the check clears oh he's gone he just Jeez. bailed he completely just hour? hung up on us wow i was about to say best of luck to your son and have fun oh. and congratulate him but no brownie's just gone yeah. look even his question mark is backwards look at that his question mark think, is backwards well that, i think that's because half i fixed exact. his hat halfway through oh, oh geez okay. <laughs> steve did it yeah okay. uh All right, when we come back, two segments left. Ask us anything. We want to get to some of your contributions on the stream. They've been awesome. Great debate going on in the stream stream there about a bunch of different stuff. So Steve will grab a few of those. And when we come back, we will take a lap. Okay, heroes, are you trying to tough it out through a sports or life injury right now? Trying to prove your mettle by grinding through, grating your teeth? Well, Redefined Health is here to say, it's time to come on in. At Redefined Health, they'll high-five you for your toughness and then get to work on helping you fix the problem. Helping athletes and heroes find better balance, performance, and injury prevention, visit redefinehealth.com.
3: Time to talk about your mortgage? It doesn't have to be a daunting conversation. With over 16 years in the industry, Maria Gallus with Maximal Mortgages knows how to make it easy. With access to dozens of different lenders, let Maria customize the perfect solution for you. Whether you're purchasing, refinancing or renewing, or a first-time buyer, Maria's simplistic approach and expert advice will have you feeling confident you're in great hands making informed decisions. Take the stress out of your mortgage journey. Contact Maria Gallis at mortgagesbymaria.ca. That's mortgagesbymaria.ca.
0: All right, final two segments of the podcast. It is time now for us to take a lap. Strud's normally you do this ad read. I'm not trusting you with it tonight, buddy. You've been a train wreck. I'll take care of it. Brought to you by our great friends at Backscape, where this product, you know it's taken the online world by storm right now. It's everywhere. Get rid of unwanted back hair by yourself with Backscape, water-resistant, chargeable shaver, couple with the long handle, lets you take care of business on your own, shave in any direction, no bumps or cuts. It's easy, it's awesome. And right now is a massive sale 30 to 50% off. This is the ideal stocking stuffer. If you are looking for a stocking stuffer for someone you know, or ask your wife to get it for you, visit backscape.com that's B A K scape.com and choose from a variety of packaged packages that can be delivered. Right to your door, it works great. The number of people Strud's that are talking to me about Backscape, multiple family members, multiple friends. I think it's going to be a hot item at Christmas
2: this year. Oh yeah, for sure, it's fantastic and it works. Okay, good addition. Go ahead, go ahead, Strud's. Where are we going first, buddy? What do you got? No, well, you're I was. Fine. You're right. I was last night. I read it so well, and you shut me down today. That's like taking out a guy who's, you know, scores fifty points in basketball. You don't play in the next night. Give me a chance to blossom, to flourish, right? Okay. Well, you have a chance now. Go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, you know, we, we saw the the very unfortunate kicking incident uh, in the uh, Great Britain Hockey League earlier this year and a yes. terrible tragedy. Um, and then, you know, there is another one in the Swiss League recently happened. Martin Frick, former NHLer. Um, he, he was involved. He plays for uh, Rappersville in the Swiss Hockey League. Goes to hit someone along the bench. Um, kind of misses a guy kind of goes forward and the guy pushes him from behind and with his right leg he reaches around and kicks the the, the player and doesn't obviously not as much damage but does got him in the yeah. face right yeah got him in the face kind of and um he only gets suspended five games and I, and I just you know i'm not advocating everyone getting the book thrown at him all the time but there is no way not a chance this was accidental not a chance he okay. was over the board he actually had a he had to bring his leg back and t- behind him and reached up like he was kind of kind of looking like a dog was going to pee. You know, they lift their leg up, then bring it around. Yep. There is no way this is accidental. And I just don't, you know, as a player that played in a lot of different leagues, I don't want that in my league. I can handle a slash. I can handle um, a fight. I can handle a good hit. Uh, the h- hits from behind are, are I have no time for. But, guys, I have no space in my hockey world for anything that is an intentional kick. And this right. was so, so intentional. That. And I don't know how these leagues don't see it that way. How, you, well, what, accidental? What do you mean? It's, show me how that accidentally happens with your legs. I, I'm, I'm tired. i tired. I would have said, Jed, you're out of the league for the year. Done. Yeah. Gone. You're out. It's, it's just the standard needs to be set. And thankfully, I haven't seen it in the NHL. Um, but if we do, I hope they take that stance. So that's Martin
0: Furk. And, um, okay, I will debate you a little bit on the yep. idea that there's no way that it's accidental. And I'm looking at it here. We we don't have the video. We can't show you on the stream. But when we're done the podcast, go take a look if you want. But, Struds, what I would say is that upon the first look, it looks really bad. When you take a look at the second angle that can see him. So the player gets leveraged over the board. So his upper body is hanging over the board's. And he's got his arm back kind of bracing himself from going completely Mm -hmm. in. But in order for him to get his legs down, he needs to shuffle back further. Like he needs to push himself back to have more leverage. And I think the way I view this, I think there's a chance he was popping that leg up in an effort to leverage his upper body. So did you see the angle that has the, the second angle from the side? I've seen, I've seen, yeah. So you're just, you're not buying any of this. You think this was a player that was frustrated that he missed the hit, frustrated he was face down in the yeah. bench and got a little, got very careless with his feet,
2: knowing potentially that there was a player behind him? Let me give you another example. Zach Cassian's played for Vancouver and he goes to hit Sam Ka- Gagne and misses. And his stick comes around, I believe it was a stick, and hits Sam right in the face. Not an accident. Not hmm. an accident. And I, I just, I know how the body has to react in certain, certain situations and those aren't natural movements, right? Yeah. They're, they're not, they're, they're not, they're, this isn't just recovering from something. So yeah, so I'm not believing it. And okay. I, if people in power that, and, and a lot of them are hockey players that played. And, and I, I, I don't know if I was interviewing Martin, like take me through what you felt. Why did this happen? Mm-hmm. And, and so show me why this says that. why did you have to get your league in that position? So I, I just, I don't believe it. I, I just, I just don't believe it. And I, I, I think five games, I would, have, I would have suspended for the year. I'll see you later. Thank you. Good luck. It's
0: tough. I wonder what he would have said to them and how he would have described it. And, you know, you're trying to crawl into a guy's brain to figure out what his intentions right. are. And that's pretty devastating to do that to a guy, right? You're taking away his livelihood for the year, but he potentially put another guy at significant risk. Yeah. At a time and place where skates up high are absolutely, um, yeah, there's something that we're extremely sensitive to because in light of the Adam Johnson uh, tragedy that had happened. Uh, Item number two in our Take a Lap segment, Struts.
2: Los Angeles Kings goalie situation is a really interesting one. Really Mm -hmm. interesting one. Um, So if you didn't see it on Friday, uh, Phoenix Copley, who had a pretty good year last year for the Kings, he got injured and he was put on IR. Um, And so he makes uh, a million and a half count Talbot is their other goalie he makes a million and now they had to pull up a goalie they brought up uh big save Dave Dave Riddick formerly of a few teams by the Calgary Flames so their goalies make a combined under 1.9 million dollars yeah these two guys which is mind-blowing I didn't realize I hadn't looked at that little nugget of how much money they spent on their goaltenders um they went so the guy the highest paid guy is the one on IR who's actually the backup gets called up, and and so the next guy gets called up, Big Save Dave, and he almost makes as much as their starter and goalie. So, it, listen, I don't know, Phoenix, where he's going to be at, and I, I don't know that Big Save Dave is the answer. But to spend that little on your goaltending and having some success, you know, it's, it's it'll be interesting to see if they try to boost that, is that enough? Is that enough for their team moving forward, Chalker? But to look at those three goalies making that little, I would guess that's the smallest combined total for three goalies for sure, two in the NHL in today's. It's so season. interesting, right? Do
0: you need the five million dollar tender? Do you need the guy that's yeah. on the big ticket that is a get? You know, is supposed to be a guarantee. Like there are the goalies, it's just all over the place. Look at the number of teams that yeah. are spending lots of money on goalies that are looking for goalies right now. It yeah. feels like it's more voodoo than it has ever been. Yeah, that's
2: a good point, and and I. If I'm in that room though, and the Kings are a very good team, I think it'll be a very dangerous out, you know, especially if we get Pierre-Luc Dubois going. You know, are you comfortable saying these are our three guys? Um, but if you want to add a goalie, you gotta ship some money out. So what does that look like? Like it's just there's a lot of interesting things, but when you look around this situation with the goalies, it, it I I didn't realize that the highest paid goalie was Phoenix Copley and Cam's yeah. on a million dollar deal. Well, they, like,
0: they went with Corpus right. They made the deal and spent the, you know, resources and and went and got that deal done. They got Gabrikov as well in that same trade. Like they, they went out and got the guy, you know, and it'll be interesting to see, like, is the goalie who starts game one for the playoffs on their team right now? Do you think?
2: My gut says no, but where does the money come from? You know, I was kind of looking at their cap. Who's the guy going out the door? To make money for a two or three, whatever the number is, goalie, million dollar goalie. Yeah. Um, now, if if you said to me we're going to bring in Mackenzie Blackwood and it's Talbot Blackwood, Venus Copley and big save Dave, that feels a lot like what the, the uh, Vegas did last year.
0: Yeah, great point. All right, that was taking a lap. Brought to you by our great friends over at Backscape. Steve, why don't you bring yourself on in here, my man. We'll get you set up for our Ask Us Anything segment. And it is brought to you by Rini Bouclan, the shark of the park. She only takes on a select number of clients because she knows that customer service is absolutely crucial in what she does, right? Buying a home can be a stressful time or selling a home. And so if you overdo it, you're spreading yourself too thin. That's not the way Rini rolls. She's Absolutely all about customer satisfac- satisfaction with Maxwell Devonshire Realty. Give her a call. She'll help you out with an estimate. She'll take great care of you for all your home buying or home selling needs. 780 994 0280. That is Rini Buchlan, shark of the park.
4: Steve, how's the mood on the street? You threw
0: a poll in there, you sneaky little son of a gun. Oh.
4: Yeah, just What was the poll you you snuck in there? Fun poll. I just said, who should get the starts on this uh, upcoming road trip? Should it be Skinner? So we had uh, 48% said Skinner, then Pickard, then Skinner, which is sort of the obvious choice. That makes sense. Skinner, Skinner, Pickard was 22%. Okay. um, To give Pickard a bit more time off, I guess. Uh, Skinner, Skinner, Skinner got 7%. 7% seven percent
0: wanted to run the table okay
4: a surprising 22 percent went to zubi times three just give it all to zubi
0: <laughs> Zuby, part, proud part of the goalie union that's right yeah I'd like to know who the seven percent was that thought that would be or the 20 oh no 22%. 22 percent what it's 22 percent thought eh, that people are having
4: be, fun yeah. it's Sunday night uh good so, stuff. what else buddy let's rock and roll okay roger B says well will Rodriguez get a shot second round pick with good a- aHL numbers do you think uh he'll get a look at any point and if so, when?
2: I think they should have done it right away. I would have done it right away. Um, but if Campbell's not an option, I, I, would, I would still give him a chance. Um, you got, you got to look at everything because the cost to do something else is going to be massive.
0: Yeah, I don't think it would have been the right thing to do to bring him in. We discussed this a little bit last night. I don't think it would have been the right thing to do to bring him in when they made the switch with Campbell. Pickard was the right call there for sure. Like, you're not bringing a guy who's never done it before in to see if he can figure out a way to navigate the mess that they were in, right? He's 23 years old, hasn't played an NHL game, doesn't have a tremendous amount of starts in the American League. Like, what has he got here? 24 uh 54. He's got like 60 American League starts and he's 23 years old here. So, not a ton of experience there. 935 save percentage right now, 2.17 goals against average. Can't argue too much with that. If Pickard completely falls off the rails, maybe give him maybe give him a look.
4: Um the Bison Mask guy says, when does the organization find value in having defensive defensemen and defensive forwards who on the Oilers are really putting in that yeah, that category that's on the Oilers right now.
2: Pure defenders, Strudz, What do you think? Well, I think that's Darnell Nurse's area. I think that would yep. be D'Arnais area. CC. Uh, and CC. So I'd suggest to you they have, and and uh, maybe Kulak in some ways. Like I, I actually think they're short a puck-moving defenseman.
4: Sheen Matheson. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Do you want to more on no, that? No, no, that was
0: good. That was a good point, Strudz. At that I'm not going to say that was your third point of the day, but that was, that was solid, what you just said. I like yeah. that. Keep going.
4: Shane Go Matheson says, uh, why not try Hamblin over McLeod? I know you guys touched on that a bit, but um, thoughts on actually just moving Hamblin up a line?
2: Uh, I mean, I, 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 his size is prohibitive, right? Yeah. And and I, I don't like to, he can't control that, right? He controls his energy, and he, I, I think he's been a great addition, a story for the Oilers. But the size is a challenge. I mean, look, you can't control your height, right?
0: I'm 6'2". I'll always be 6'2". Uh, you know, I, I can't ever change that. <laughs> oh,
2: God, 6'2". <laughs>
0: Why won't Dr. you give Sam? this to me, Scuds? Why won't you give this to me?
2: No, not no, happening. Not happening.
0: <laughs> Hamlin is a fourth-line fringe NHLer, but he's doing a great job. He's playing excellent right now. He's exactly what this team needs for a guy just to be consistent in that spot, hold it down, Deserves to be in the lineup. Frankly, he is pushing Ryan McLeod. uh, But, yeah, I I wouldn't be opposed to them doing it if it's sending a message to Ryan McLeod. I think that's more what it's about. Use James Hamlin to get Ryan McLeod a little nervous about where he's at on this team and maybe get his button gear a little bit and get him to engage in a more meaningful way.
4: Marcou, challenging you guys. How do we create value in Jack Campbell as an asset to the team? So trade or otherwise is what's in brackets oh. after that. Attach uh, some draft picks to it.
0: Yeah. Lots and lots <laughs> and lots of draft picks. Like, I don't think people fully comprehend when Ken Holland picks up the phone and is like, so let's talk Jack Campbell. And they're like, yeah, let's talk about your next two first rounders and Xavier Borgo. <laughs> like, it is not cheap. Who is bring, like Imagine another general manager that has to go to his owner and go, okay, uh, there's a move I want to make here. I'm going to trade for a goalie that's going to cost $10 million to buy out. Probably never going to play a game for us, potentially. So that's $10 million of your money, by the way. And in return, we're getting what? The answer needs to be a shit ton Mm -hmm. for any general manager ever to take that to their owner. An absolute dump truck load of assets to try and sell that to a guy to just chuck 10 million bucks out the window.
4: All right. Kwadi says, uh, we are one in eight or nine in games with plus 40 shots. Is it a feature of this team that we are a poor shooting team or is it just that we have the second best goalie most nights?
0: I think they're a really good expected goals team, too, though. So uh, an expected goals, generally, it just measures kind of where the shots come from, the probability of scoring from those things. It factors in a few different things. And when you when your expected goals is as high as the Oilers has been this year, struts, I think it tells you they're taking shots from pretty good places. They're not just wasting one-ins from distance.
2: Yeah, there, there's a difference of just pounding pucks to the net and actually trying to get into a, a shooting area that's dangerous. And they are getting those chances, and and they are starting to go in. And we've seen the owners really got on heater, especially when they are winning. So, I think these things tend to level out or
4: even out over the course of the schedule.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
4: Robert, two Killen, more. Robert Killinger with an interesting one. Noticed this the other night. Leon Leon is in for the ozone draw. He gets tossed out. Connor signs in or slides in, and even though they're both lefties, uh, Boosh switches sides for the draw. Why is this?
0: Yeah. Uh, one guy is more comfortable winning draws uh, to his forehand from that position. I noticed the exact same thing. That's a fantastic pickup. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Strud's—they even though they're on the same side and shoot the same way, they have different strengths as to which
2: way they more often win them. Yeah, it's really hard to win your forehand, right? Most centers don't like that. They like pulling to their backhand. But there are some of those guys that do enjoy it. So, And, and the D-men in the center will communicate. They know that if I'm set up here, this is where I want you right there think how much time these guys spend on fixed draws and i'm saying these guys connor
4: leon and boosh yeah okay let's end with a fun one um which nhl rink has the best media food
2: oh i remember well, when Fred, i was,
4: you was there you wouldn't have known i think it was like minnesota yeah. i felt they were the, like the wild always had really good meals when i was there but that was a that was a long time ago.
0: Yeah struds was there i mean the team always provided for you guys right you never ate the food in the rink right
2: like when you were on the road uh, yeah i mean like i remember joe lewis arena they had uh little caesar's pizza mm-hmm. towards like the third period to come in mm-hmm. a bunch of slices oh man i'd go in there and just pound <laughs> those slices that was the medium up, wait a second them. it would be normal for there to be food between the second and third period like pizza no, for no, you what? guys what well, if I wasn't playing, right? So if oh. I was playing, I'd go in there. I'd go in there after. <laughs> okay, yeah. so As when you were was leaving trashed. the bench,
3: I wasn't right. leaving
2: the bench. Right. But, uh, you know, if I was, if I wasn't playing, I'd slide in there and be like, "Oh, oh whoa, what do we got hey, here?" Yo, yeah, especially when I was younger, I'd already been bag skated for an hour, then another hour on a bike, like. Training like I'm gonna you know run up Mount Everest. <laughs> so stupid. God was it stupid. Oh, uh, by the way,
0: since you brought up uh since you brought up food, I don't know, Steve. Honestly, you spent years traveling. for people who don't know, Steve actually used to work for the Edmonton Oilers. He was part of their I don't know, Steve, how would you have described your role? You were on the social media team, the digital team. Yeah, I did
4: all the video Back for in the day. I did all the video for the Oilers website. So when I first started with the team, I was actually the first staff, as far as I understand, I was the first staff member in the NA. H. L. who wasn't part of hockey ops to actually travel with the team. And, oh, uh, look
0: at you, Shreddy. He's trying to paint himself as a
4: trailblazer. I I'm not sure if I'm buying that. More, yeah. The trail was blazed and a lot of things are different now. That's all I'm saying. But it <laughs> was, no, so I, yeah, <laughs> it was, a, it was a good gig. Cause I was in the, uh, in the room before and after every game, I got to watch every game. I got to travel yeah. with the team and just get, to get all so, the before and all the media, um, interviews up on the website.
0: Yeah. Right. Shreddy, Shreddy, you were there when, during Steve's time, mm-hmm. you guys know, I you guys have history.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah no we we, we hung out and we we're very cordial uh, yeah we had a lot of, i don't know i i thought we had a good relationship i don't know I, yeah. I
0: don't know you guys sort of feel like strangers to me i don't know i, I no. didn't realize you had this grand
4: no, history no it's just the opposite i could do a whole got your backstory about strutty actually he was really good to me when i was there and he was kind of the guy on the team that was uh yeah he was yeah. he was he was the best he guys guys had a, weren't into some of the interviews in the media all the time strutty he got it right away that that uh what you put right. into it is what you get out of it, and he was—he uh, was always really, yeah. really good to us. So, well, just a fair, heads up. Yeah. Go <laughs> ahead, Struds.
2: No, I so said to be fair, it's a little bit like when you go to a dance and no one wants to dance with you, and anything <laughs> yeah. comes up to you and says, "Do you want yeah. to dance?" Like you, downrights, I do. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna
0: say, buddy. Like it's not like me and Spec were tripping over each other in a full sprint to get to Strud's stall after the game. Mm, so he was fair. happy to see the web team show up just to ask him a few <laughs> questions yeah. about his. Uh, About his seven (laughs) minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right. That was Ask Us Anything brought to you by Rini Buclan, Shark of the Park. As we wrap up the pod, let's get to the gem of the day. Brought to you by Edmonton's most iconic home for everything sports, United Sport & Cycle, the final days before Christmas, and United Sport & Cycle's last-minute Christmas sale is on now. Said big for the athlete or sports fan on your list. Visit www.unitedsport.ca. Steve, I'm letting you roll the music early Cause I got the gem of the day today, struds. Oh boy! Whatever that. What was the name of that ridiculous wine? Gluevine. Gluevine and banana bread. A Strudwick eccentric special. Unbelievable.
2: Banana what, what, bread and what, wine. I wasn't having them together. I'm just saying that they're both dry and and you know independently. I didn't have them together. Today. That's they're not the way we
0: understood thing. it. It's not, you know you know. were eating banana you, uh, banana bread and wine. Yeah. You got a better just, gem of the day.
2: No, that's the winner. I well, I could also say you know, I, I think when I introduced it, I said, you know, you always remember your first time. I think that was a, a headline grabber.
0: That actually was pretty good, you know. You kind of ruined it with everything that came after that, but <laughs> that was really strong start to Struddies World. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna retroactively award you your third point for that start there to Struddies World tonight. There it is. There so it is. There you go, buddy. Thank
2: you. Good night, everybody.
0: Hey, (laughs) Struddy, just get up and walk away, pal. You are done for the night. Love you, buddy. Great job. Steve, great job, pal. Thanks for doing a Sunday night pod with us. Thanks for joining us on the live stream. More podcasts coming up this week, including Tuesday post-game. Huge thanks to all of you joining us on the live stream and to Sherwood, Buick, GMC, and all of our fantastic sponsors. There they all are. We love all of them. Thanks for joining us, folks. We'll chat in a couple of days.